0: Oh, that's so, so terrible. You know, you know. Here's what's happened, and I noticed because I did Ohio, we did Iowa, we did North Carolina, we did all over. Last night, Hershey, Pennsylvania. Did you see that crowd, Pennsylvania? And it's like, thank you, Florida. Thank you, Pennsylvania. We're doing a thank you. Nobody's ever heard of it before. That's why we all have more imagination than anybody that's ever done this, right? because we're not politicians. But I'll tell you what I noticed. Okay, so I'll tell you what I noticed. So we go to Ohio and we go to Iowa. The crowds are incredible. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing people. So here's what I noticed. Four weeks ago, just prior to, always prior to, you people were vicious, violent, screaming, where's the wall? We want the wall! Screaming, prison, prison, lock her up. I mean, you are going crazy. I mean, you were nasty and mean and vicious, and you wanted to win, right? Now, same crowds. That's right, deplorables. Whatever happened to the deplorables, right? They're not so deplorable. They're not so deplorable anymore. In fact, the other side's trying to figure out, well, in four years, how do we get some of these deplorables to our side, right? But now, now, it's much different. Now you're laid back, you're cool, you're mellow, right? You're, you're basking in the glory of victory, and we're already getting to work. You see what we did with Carrier? We saved that. We're saving a lot of jobs and many, many places. We got a lot of things going on, but we're going to do the big picture, but we sort of have to wait till we get in office. Don't you agree? You know, just I'm having a hard time waiting. I just make phone calls. Listen, you can't move. But, but now you're mellow and you're cool and you're not nearly as vicious or violent, right? Because we won, right? And now you're sort of laying back, although it doesn't exactly sound like a totally laid-back crowd, but that's okay. So, the other side goes out, and they say Trump cannot win North Carolina. That's our firewall. Remember on television, this is our firewall. Ladies and gentlemen, we have breaking news. Donald Trump has won. The state of North Carolina. Unbelievable. And then you look at Pennsylvania. Now, Pennsylvania was always the state, they say, the bride that got away. Every Republican for 38 years. But every Republican, they left. And before the election, everybody thought, every single Republican, you're going to win Pennsylvania. Right? You know that. It didn't work out that way at all. Never worked out that way. And we were campaigning in Pennsylvania. We were getting the biggest crowds they've ever had, they've ever seen by far. And I kept saying, we're going to win the state. But then I'd remember the statement, I'd hear it over and over, that Republicans don't win it. They think they're going to win it, and they don't win it. And they wouldn't denounce these crooked people back here. They wouldn't. No, no. They wouldn't denounce it. They, well, first of all, first of all, They were in a state of panic. They were in a state, because now we win Florida. And they were worried because we won Ohio by so much more than we were anticipated to win. And we won Iowa so big. And we won Florida so much bigger than we thought. And by the way, by the way, just to go back a few months, how good did we do in Florida? In the primary, right? How good was that? Oh, that was good. But I don't talk about that anymore. We don't talk about it. So now they're getting nervous on television. And you see these anchors, and they're like sweating and crying and throwing up all over the place. And, you know, a couple of them with the chart. Nice guy, John King. He's very good with the chart. But now his hand is getting like a little. Because, you know, all those months, he's saying there is no path to 270 for Donald Trump. There is no path. So now what happens? We're leading Pennsylvania. 306 is right. We're leading Pennsylvania by a lot. And we have 1%. It's at 99%. And it was there for hours. I said, why don't they? In fact, I consider it a win because the 1% was not nearly enough votes to win because we were leading by a lot. So what happened? They couldn't take it. But instead of announcing it, like, at 11 o'clock, they waited till like, 3 o'clock in the morning, right? Now, I think they did that for commercials, if you want to know the truth, because the audience was massive. But a couple of things happened that were a little bit surprising. We have breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump — and now the guy's getting sick. He's ready to throw up all over. Donald Trump. And this, was, this came out, and this, these people are incredible. I thought we were going to do well there. Donald Trump has won the state of Wisconsin. Where, now they're saying, where did that come from? Where did it come from? And then right after that, ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump has won the state of Michigan. Michigan. Hasn't been won in like 38 years, right? And now... The gentleman is with the map, which is just bloody, it's red, it's so red, so beautiful. Remember the map, when they showed it? There was a lot of blue, that blue got knocked to hell, I'll tell you that. Got knocked to hell. Oh, that was pouring red. And, and, you know, they said you cannot break the blue wall. Up by Canada, right? You cannot break the blue wall. I've been hearing this for months, and I said, oh, how are you ever going to break the blue wall? Because we used to believe guys like Walter Cronkite, right? But we don't have Walter Cronkite anymore. This is a different world. So we're listening to these people. They're dishonest as hell. And what happens is they're telling me for months, all of us, they're telling all of us, you cannot break the blue wall. So what happens is we not only did we break it, we shattered the hell out of it, right? So, now we win Wisconsin, and now what happens? We win Wisconsin, we win Michigan, and I knew we were going to win Michigan because I've been talking about cars being ripped out of Michigan, where they make the cars, the plants, and going to Mexico. I've been talking about it for five or six years. I got the Man of the Year Award four years ago in Michigan. All I talked about is you can't let your factories go. You're letting your factories go. And they said, that wasn't the reason for the Man of the Year. I said, I don't care. You can't do this. And they remembered all of this. You know, they remembered. We won Michigan. So now what happens is he's up with the red. And he's going, oh. And his hand starts to shake. Did you know? And he's gasping for breath. Oh. He can't breathe. He's choking like a dog, right? Oh. And for months, he's been saying, I had no path to victory. And you know, the bad news is a lot of people probably believed him, and they didn't go out to vote. It's called suppressing the vote. Suppressing the vote. That's what it's called. You love Donald Trump, but you figure, look, Alice, I'm not going to go out. Darling, he can't win. Because I believe these people, when they say he has no path to victory. Man, did we have a path to victory. So so he puts down red for Wisconsin. He puts down red for Michigan. Now I don't even need the rest of the states, right? In fact, they took all the glamour and all the glory away from Pennsylvania. They should have called it hours earlier. And he goes, I'll never forget. Ladies and gentlemen, as he's going, huh. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no path to victory for Hillary Clinton. There is no path. There is no path. Incredible. And then he said, Donald Trump is the next president of the United States. It's you, you. It was an amazing evening. Thank you, thank you, and congratulations to you. And you know, they never gave Pennsylvania that glamour of victory they should have, because those people were so incredible. I was with them last night. I said, they took it away from you, folks. But then Pennsylvania came in and others came in, and it was like incredible. So we ended up with 3.06. And it could have even been more than that. It was, a, it was an amazing evening. And they say the most historic ever. They say the most historic ever. But you know what's more important now? that we all together, that I, but we all together do a great job. That's what's next, okay? That's what's next. We're going to do a great job. For years, the jobs and wealth have been ripped out of our country. Foreign powers have gotten rich, bleeding America dry. But that's all about to end, folks. Believe me, it's going to end rapidly. The American worker is finally going to have a champion in the White House, and it's going to be a champion for you. Our economic agenda can be summed up in three very beautiful words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. That's why we're going to lower our business tax rate from 35 percent down to 15 percent, and you watch what happens. We're going to bring it from the highest in the world to one of the lower rates in the world. Maybe someday we'll get it down to the lowest. And you watch what's going to happen. It's also why we're going to eliminate job-killing regulations, a disaster. And we're going to lift the restrictions on the production of American energy, including shale, oil, natural gas, and clean, clean coal. Another critical element of our jobs plan is a historic $1 trillion investment in our very bad and crumbling infrastructure. It's time, folks. It's time. Our bridges are deficient. Our roads are in disrepair. Our airports are like third-world countries. Our schools are a disaster. We are going to fix our country. It's time. We have no choice. It's time. I'm asking Congress to support the construction of new roads and bridges, airports, tunnels, and railways across this nation, and we're going to put people back to work in the process. Believe me, it's going to be our people. It's time to help get Americans off of welfare and back into the labor market rebuilding this country with American hands by American workers. American workers. My administration will follow two simple rules. Buy American and hire American. At the center of this agenda is fixing our absolutely terrible trade deals. They are so bad. I have studied them. You know, I'm one of these people. I like reading trade deals. Can you believe this? But that's what you want. You don't want to read them. They are so bad. I can tell you, how bad are they? He says, how bad are they? Like, really bad. But we're going to make them really good. And we have the great people to do it. You know, the media was saying, the people that are negotiating your trade deals are very rich. I said, but isn't that what we want? And they said. Why is it that the people protecting our border are generals? Because that's what we want. We want generals. We want generals. I don't need an MBA at the border, and I don't need a general negotiating our trade deal, right? When you think of it. Now we have General Kelly. You know General Kelly? He's going to be watching over our borders. He's amazing, incredible. And as you know, we have General Mad Dog Mattis. Secretary of Defense. We're not playing games, folks. We're not playing games. No more games. Do we agree? No more games. We've been playing games for 20 years, for longer than that. No more games. That's right. Look at him drain the swamp. That's right. <laughs> That's pretty good. We're going to have strong borders, folks. We're going to make great trade deals, and you're going to be proud of your country again. You watch. America is now running a nearly $800 billion trade deficit. Think of it, $800 billion. Our country has lost one third of its manufacturing jobs since NAFTA. We've lost 70,000 factories since China opened and joined the World Trade Organization. 70,000 factories we've lost. Can you believe it? It's hard to believe. I thought it was a typo. It's the greatest jobs theft in the history of the world, but we're going to get them back. But we're going to turn it all around, and we're going to turn it around fast, faster than you think. We are not going to be taken advantage of by other countries anymore. Right? Our goal is to bring back that wonderful phrase. Remember some of you that are a little bit older? Made in the U.S.A. Remember that beautiful? Made in the U.S.A. We used to have on the cars it says made in the U.S.A. We don't have that anymore. We're going to start putting made in the U.S.A. Right? What do you like better? Made in the U.S.A. or made in America? Hold it, hold it. Yeah. So, ready? Who likes made in America? Who likes made in the USA? Yeah. I think so. Okay, wait. So I have one more, because, you know, this is like doing a free poll. You know, a lot of people would spend a million dollars for that. And these are the people that led our country. They would go out and they would do a poll. It would cost a million dollars. They might not be as accurate as what I But here's another one. So Time Magazine and the Financial Times, big deal, just gave me Person of the Year. Person. Person. Okay. They should give it to you because this is a movement, folks. This isn't me. Although I have been a very good messenger. Do we agree? But they gave me. So, so are you ready? So, in the past, it was called Man of the Year. Now it's called Person of the Year. So, here's a question. Why do you like better? Ready? Do you like Person of the Year? Do you like Man of the Year? And that's the women, too, but, you know, I mean, it's... Well, they want to be politically correct. Now, I've heard for so many years, Man of the Year, I'm Man of the Year, and then it comes out Person of the Year, you know, look, they have to be politically correct. But I had an idea. No, no, I had an idea. If it's, no, because they say, what do you do if it's a woman, right? So you go, if it's a man, if it's a man, you go man of the year, Trump. If it's a woman, like this incredible woman down here, if it's a woman, maybe you go woman of the year, a person of the year, right? It's a big deal, right? Should we speak to the people at Time Magazine and say we want it again next year, But we want maybe Man of the Year next year, okay? So, no, it's a great honor. It's great to be, and and you know, we're going to, we have to justify it. We will withdraw from the Trans-Pacific Partnership. We're going to totally renegotiate the worst trade deal ever made anywhere in the world at any time, NAFTA. We're going to stand up to foreign cheating and fight for every last American job. And if a company wants to fire their workers and leave Florida for another country, and then ship their products back, there will be consequences. Not going to happen anymore. They fire their workers, they close their plant, they move their factory to Mexico or someplace else, they sell the product back in with no tax into our country, So we end up with unemployment and loss. They end up with everything, right? Everything. It's a one-way street, not gonna happen anymore. From now on, we'll inform them that they are going to pay a 35% tax if they'd like to leave, okay? 35% or something substantial. And you know what's gonna happen? They're not gonna leave, it's very simple. Now, why didn't the politicians do this 15, 20 years ago? Why didn't they do it? For two reasons. Two reasons. You know what the two reasons? Either they're stupid or they get paid off by campaign contributions. That's all. Very simple. But to be a rich nation, we must also be a safe nation. The murder rate has experienced its largest increase in the United States in 45 years years. The press doesn't tell you that. The murder rate in Orlando doubled last year. We are going to support the incredible men and women of law enforcement. And we are going to bring this terrible crime wave to a rapid end. One of the greatest public safety threats remains open borders. This is horrible, what's going on with the borders. And the drugs pouring into our country and poisoning our youth and other people. Poisoning our youth, pouring in, like water pours in. I have a message for the drug dealers, the gang members, and the criminal cartels terrorizing our cities, our locations, our citizens. Your days are numbered. We're getting you out. And we're getting you out fast. We will build a great wall, and we will stop illegal immigration for once and for all. I'm going to build that wall. The Border Patrol agents endorsed me, ICE endorsed me. I said to them, tell me about the wall. They said, we need it, Mr. Trump, we need it. They know better than anybody. We're going to build a wall, it's going to be a great wall, and it's going to have big, beautiful doors in it because we're going to have people coming into our country. But they're going to come into our country legally. We will also work to keep our country safe from terrorism. The attack on Pulse nightclub in Orlando was the worst mass shooting in American history and the deadliest assault on the LGBTQ community in American history. We've seen Islamic terror attacks from Paris to Belgium to San Bernardino, one after another, again and again, We're going to stop it. So let me just state this as clearly as I can. I am going to keep radical Islamic terrorists the hell out of our country. That includes suspending immigration from regions where it cannot be safely processed or vetted, And the vetting is going to be a term that I devised that now other people are using, extreme vetting, right? Extreme vetting. (laughs) Nothing will come before the safety and security of the American people. Ethics reform will be a crucial part of our plan as well. We're going to drain the swamp of corruption in Washington, (laughs) D.C. and stop government officials from trading favors at your expense. We face many challenges. But this is truly an exciting time to be alive. The script is not yet written. We do not know what the page will read tomorrow. But for the first time in a long time, what we do know is that the pages will be authored by each and every one of you. You, the incredible American people, will be in charge. Your voice, your desires, your hopes, your aspirations will never again fall on deaf ears. The forgotten men and women, by the way, they're not so forgotten anymore, are they? They didn't know what hit them. Oh, those forgotten people, they're not forgotten. They are not forgotten. They're still writing stories about it. They say, what happened? They came out to vote big league, didn't they? And these are great people. These are smart people. These are hard working people. These are people that sometimes haven't voted in a long time. But you know what? They saw, they heard, they wanted what we're all doing and we're doing it together. And they came out and these people had no clue what the hell happened. So I just want to tell you, thank you. And you're going to be very happy with the result. Thank you. You're going to be very happy. Together, we will raise incomes and bring jobs and wealth and opportunity to our poorest communities. We will repeal the disaster known as Obamacare and create new health care all sorts of reforms that work for you and your family. And we are going to be doing it properly. And we will not spend $5 billion for a website. Okay, remember. <laughs> and we will not spend $4.2 billion for an airplane so I can fly around, all right? $4.2 billion for Air Force One. I don't think so. We will reestablish the rule of law, defend the Second Amendment, protect religious liberty, and appoint justices to the United States Supreme Court who will uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States. We will heal our divisions and unify our country. Our country is very divided. We will bring our country back together. We will love everyone, everyone. Not segments, not small groups or big groups. We're going to love everyone in our country. When Americans are unified, there is nothing we cannot do. No task is too great, no dream too large, no goal beyond our reach. My message tonight is for all Americans, from all parties, all beliefs, all races, all walks of life, whether you are African-American, Hispanic American, Asian American, whatever the hell you might be, okay? We are all Americans, and we are all united by one shared destiny. So I'm asking everyone to join this incredible movement. I'm asking you to dream big again, dream bold, big and bold, I love that. Dream big and bold and daring for your families, for yourself, for your country, big and bold and daring. I'm asking you to believe in yourself, and I'm asking you to believe once again in America. And if we do that, then all together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America safe again, and we, Will make America great again. Thank you very much, Florida. Thank you, Florida. God bless you. Merry Christmas. God bless you. Thank you very much. Incredible support. Thank you.